The Pat Kenny Show with MasterCard. Share an extraordinary experiences all over the world with priceless cities at priceless.com. This is News Talk. Now, at this time of year, it can be very common to spot young birds which seem to be distressed or abandoned. Is it a good idea to rescue them? Well, to tell us what the best thing to do is Pete the Vet. Pete Wedderburn, good morning and welcome. Good morning. Now, you do find uh, birds who appear to be in distress. Um, Why so many at this time of year? Um, it's because there's young birds around and, um, you know, there's, they're just finding their way. They're, they're, just learning to fly L-plated um, birds. Well, I th- yeah, indeed. I think there's two, two types that are commonly found. The first one is so-called nestlings. And what they are is they're the, the very young birds that aren't anywhere near ready to fly and they literally fall out of the nest. And they're the first ones that people find. And they, they've got fluff rather than lots of feathers. So they, when you look at them, it's obvious that they can't fly. Yeah. So they're the first ones that people find. And with those ones, what you really need to do is to return them to the nest, if you possibly can. If you can find the nest, You know the stories that if you it. handle a bird that the, the, the parents won't come near it? That's not true, is it? I don't think there's evidence to prove that at all. Um, I think... Um, Definitely, the parents are way better at rearing these birds than we humans are. And obviously, if, if you can't find the nest or if, if the nest is damaged or the parents just aren't around at all, well, you then have to try to hand rear them. This is almost impossible. Yeah. And I've tried, and my staff at the clinic have tried many times, and so often the birds just die um, within 24 yeah. hours. So there are the best thing to do then is to... Rather than trying to do it yourself, I'd strongly recommend handing the casualty on to a proper wildlife rehabilitator, somebody who's been trained and got experience at this. They're just far more likely to be able to do it successfully. Yeah. Uh, I know we rescued a bird, uh, fl- a nestling, mm. who couldn't fly, put it in a, in a cardboard box, uh, kept it for a while, and then we put it in an inaccessible place for cats. Mm. And the little thing screamed its head off yes. and, it, and the parents found it. Yes. And they kept feeding it for days until it could fly. But that, Pat, is exactly the ideal outcome. The parents are much better than, at doing that than, than we are. The next type of bird, though, was the fledgling. And that's what you mentioned straight off, which is the bird that's got feathers that can fly a little bit, yeah. but which really can't fly, fly enough to coop on their own. And people often think these birds are injured because they, are, they look so clumsy. But actually... Generally, they're not injured. And in these cases, it's best not to intervene unless there's something physical that's wrong with them. You're best just to make sure that any hazards to them are out of the way, like keep your cat inside, for example, and um, and just let them be in their own space with their parents nearby. And generally, they get you know, they get they move along nicely eventually. Yeah. Now, there are other creatures that might, uh, we might come across uh, wildlife mm. injured by cars but not dead. I mean, you see mm. foxes flattened by mm. cars regularly. They saw one this morning. Um, but sometimes they will be injured. You might mm. see a fox limping. Mm. You might be able to get to it. But if you could, what to do? If, if you can get, I mean, there's all sorts of other, other creatures too, things like baby hedgehogs around at this time of year too. Lots and lots of different types of wildlife. And overall, the best thing to do for everybody is to go to a particular website, which is called irishwildlifematters.ie. irishwildlifematters.ie. And that takes you through a series of flowcharts where you, you itemise the particular type of animal you found, the, type of, type, the age it is, whether it's got injuries or not, and it tells you precisely what to do. As well as that, the website also lists the people who you might need to help, whether that's rehabilitators, whether it's vets with a particular concern for wildlife, or, or even sometimes national 
Park and Wildlife Service uh, Conservation Ranges. They're all listed on that website, so it's definitely the go-to place if you have a problem mm-hmm. like this. Um, are vets obliged uh, to help injured wildlife if they're presented to them? Well, vets are ethically obliged to make sure that animals aren't suffering any pain, and, uh, and, and that, that means that, yes, vets will attend to wildlife. Um, they're not going to likely get into big rescue-type scenarios um, with x-rays and um, blood tests and so on, unless you're able to contribute to the costs. But from a practical point of view, sometimes the best thing for the animal, sadly, is just euthanasia because they're in pain. And you have to remember, they're terrified of humans. And so for, for, for wild animals, just being close to us is very, very stressful indeed. So sometimes, in particular, if there's any sort of significant injury, um, Kind, peaceful euthanasia is the best yeah, option. And of course, if you let a wounded animal out into nature, its predator will have it. Yes, and that should be the aim. There should be to get the animal back into nature, living freely again. And if there's no hope of that, then euthanasia indeed is probably recommended. But do go to the website, um, irishwildlifematters.ie. I can't recommend it strongly enough. Now, uh, this question. I would appreciate if you would ask Pete to advise me about a dog which I picked up on a rural road June 22nd last. He was extremely thin, starving, close to death. I was visiting Galway at the time. I brought him back to Port Leisure with me. He's had three visits to the vet since. He's making good progress. However, he has bad arthritis on his front paws and thus has difficulty walking. Also, I have two female Cocker Spaniels, so I'm not sure if it's feasible to keep the rescued dog. If not, what might my options be? That's from Aidan in Port Leisure. Well, Aidan, I would just remember that you're not alone. In Ireland, there are hundreds, if not thousands of people very dedicated to animal welfare and they'll be very happy to help you. So do reach out, talk to people like ISPCA, um, talk to Dogs Trust, talk to Madra, talk to local animal rescue groups and you will find help there to make sure this little dog gets the the care it needs. And Does Pete have a solution for a gang of very noisy seagulls outside my bedroom window? Please, please, please. Ha! That's a tricky one. I suppose you have to find some, either some sort of distraction, something somewhere else, like put some food down somewhere else out of the way to distract them from your, outside your window, or deterrent of some kind, like something that's flapping, or I don't suppose you want to have a noise that's going off, because that will just bother you as well. It's not easy. Seagulls do what they will do to some extent. What food should I be putting out for birds in the garden at the moment, or do they need to be fed given it's the time of insects and all that? I think it's the time of year when it's least necessary to to feed birds outside because there is such a plentiful supply of natural food. At the same time, it can be helpful. Just I think just whatever you feed all year round, you can feed them some of that food right now just to make sure there's a continuation for them of the fact there's a feeding place so they're quicker to get to it in the autumn. I think in the winter you need to feed higher fat foods because they need energy. In the summer, it doesn't matter so much. Um, This one here, um, how can we report cruelty and what are the punishments? Because Mm. yesterday's case of a man jailed for 15 months for beating his puppy to death with a hammer is illustrative of the kind of things that people will do uh, it was a dreadful dreadful story um and I, I i do i hesitate about about mentioning this topics like this because it is so upsetting but for me the important thing with this story was that the guards and the judiciary system took it very seriously indeed right down to taking samples from items that were found to have analyzed for dna just like a human murder um, and when the person was found guilty um they they weren't just given some minor suspended sentence they were jailed 
jailed for 15 months and they were banned from keeping dogs for 20 keeping pets for 20 for, sorry for 30 years it was a very serious sentence for this 24 year old who said he could remember nothing of it because he was so out of his mind with drink and drugs so he denied it completely mm. nonetheless the, the DNA evidence was there he was guilty proven guilty and severely punished and if you want to report something that then, then go, to, go to the ISPCA website ispca.ie you'll find there's a national animal helpline there where you can very easily report cases and by the way do gather evidence yourself if you ever see anything take a video with your phone take photographs evidence is what's needed to convict people and that's how this man was convicted a final one I've seen a fox in my locality any advice on feeding it in my garden because he looks hungry Yes, that, that's, that's something which people take different views on. Some people would say nature is nature. You should let him get on with what he gets on with, and that's, and that's his lot. Other people would say the poor animal, he's hungry, give him food. Um, the problem with doing that is he then becomes dependent on you, and you have to carry on feeding him, and then you may be causing an increase in the local fox population, which is unsustainable, and so it gets complicated. Mm-hmm. So it's a bit of a philosophical issue there, I think. All right. Well, Pete is continuing on Facebook Live. News Talk, uh, it's facebook.com forward slash News Talk FM, and that's where you'll find uh, Pete in a few moments' time.